Okay. Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my magical guest for today is Dawn Del Vecchio. For more than 37 years, Dawn has studied goddess lore, facilitated ceremonies, offered intuitive guidance, spiritual counsel, tarot and astrology readings. She's the founder of the Return of the Priestess Speaker Series, now in its third year, and the lineage bearer of the Mother Spirit Priestess line. In addition to Return of the Priestess and Mother Spirit Mentorship, Dawn hosts retreats and online courses for women called to the path of sacred feminine leadership. Now, Dawn is on the podcast for the second time. She was one of the very first women I interviewed just about two years ago when the podcast started. And I've been following her work since then and have an enormous amount of respect and gratitude for the way she's really, truly walking her path as a divine feminine leader and a way shower, speaking her truth and standing in her power and really embodying integrity in all that she does. So welcome, Dawn. Thank you, Emmy. It is such a pleasure to be back here with you again. Thank you. No, it's an absolute blessing to have you back. And I'm excited to be learning more from you today. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Mm. <sighs> yes. So Sacred Feminine Power is power that emerges from within from a deep connection with our inner being. So both the soul and the deeper, I would say that cauldron, as you also call it, of the creative womb space, the feminine receptive aspect of the divine ray of what we would call God. Um, and take, and, and from that, from that place of deep connection with our feminine essence and our divine eternal essence, making choices for our own and our family and our and our loved ones lives that support life support love support respect dignity and sovereignty mm, beautiful and and you've shared and said so much in those few sentences it's it's really beautiful and i love the richness of of the divine essence that feminine divine ray that you started to talk about that there And I have a feeling we're going to delve into some of these concepts a, a little bit more later on. But for now, Don, I'd love to hear you share a challenge that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to activate and understand at a deeper level sacred feminine power within you and on your path. Yeah. Wow. Well, um, What, what's, there have been many, many, many. What's arising for me at the moment is something that I, I gave uh, thanks for uh, this morning, which is that I was so, I felt so grateful that I had been able to get on my path and establish certain um, stability um, factors, income, service, uh, the home that we've purchased for off-grid living, uh, even though I spent a great deal of time in my 40s trying to 
be someone I didn't want to be and wasting a lot of time and money going to events and conferences that I didn't really want to go to because I didn't, I, I needed a way to be financially, um, materially independent, uh, so that I wasn't relying on a man, my husband for support. I had done that pattern a lot in my life. I was over it. I'd also been independent as a professional writer. And, uh, I went down this sort of business coaching track that was very much in the head with the disconnect of the feminine not knowing or really understanding that there was a way to incorporate my deep spiritual longing to be in sacred service, that that was a way to actually, you know, run a business. So I went to a lot of what I call coachy people stuff, coaching conferences and coach investing money in it and all of that stuff and really suffering because I wasn't being my real self. And what happened was I was invited to speak uh, at a conference in Bali and in 2016, and it changed everything because there were all these priestesses there and divine mother really came in kind of smacking me upside the head, so to speak in a gentle, loving motherly way saying, you know, you need as someone who has been doing this for so long, you need to step up and, and rise and lead. And I had no idea how to do it. So it was really following the breadcrumbs after that and being in deep devotional practice, you know, cultivating a very solid daily devotional practice, like two hours long, you generally speaking. So deep communion with the mother, deep communion with my inner self. And slowly over time that began to, I began to see the way through retreats, uh, through um, bringing forward the many years of of sacred practices I was doing in disconnect from my business. And, uh, and then I got the download in late 2019, uh, Return of the Priestess. And I bought the URL and just sat on it and knowing probably it was a summit and really quaking in my boots about having to come into the limelight and really stand in my leadership and stand in my truth. And, you know, all the fears of like, what if I, you know, spend all this time and money and nobody comes and blah, blah, blah. And um, many magical, serendipitous, divine, supported guidance, allies, etc. stepped in to support me in bringing that forward. And that was really, I would say, the birth of the next level of what I'm doing. And it came from really trusting, going deeply inward, and being willing to surrender the egoic idea of what I thought I needed to do to make money and be professional and, you know, take care of my family, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Beautiful. That resonates quite strongly for me as well. And how wonderful that this download around the return of the priestess came to you, because I mean, look at all the amazing magic that's been birthed in your life ever since then, isn't it? Oh, incredible. I mean, the women I have met and been had the privilege to interview the monies we have raised, to serve uh, really worthy, vetted causes, you know, that I personally vet, and um, my own ability to bring forward uh, my my particular uh, lineage and skill sets to a much wider audience. It's it's a blessing without compare. Mm, beautiful. I love that. And I, I would really love for you to speak a little bit more about Return of the Priestess. What happened after you received the download and what what did it what did it materialize as when the when the plan was clear? 
Yes. Well, um, so I knew it was a summit, uh, probably. I knew that that would be the way for me to sort of uh, stop hiding in other people's tribes and stand and shine my own light and draw my my people to me. Um, that's a that's an actually an astrological reference that's very specific to some of the aspects in my birth chart, but we won't go there. So anyway, I knew that that had to happen, and I was like, okay, mother, okay, I will do it. I will do it. Please, you know, help me, guide me. And right before Christmas time of 2019, I um, we have a, a Christmas party every year, my husband and I, with some just a small group of friends, a dinner party, really. And I got an email from a woman I had met at a retreat in Sedona several years before. Didn't really know her well. And she was like, hey, I, I'm, uh, my husband and I just moved to Sedona. And do you have any recommendations for a good restaurant to eat at for Christmas Eve? <laughs> and I was like, well, I talked to my husband. I was like, you should come here. So they came over. And um, she's a business coach, a spiritual business coach. And I told her what was going on for me. And I was like, I don't know. You know, it's so niche. It's so specific. Maybe it won't work. And turns out she was a priestess and a, and a business coach, a strategic business coach. And she was like, this feels, I've got tingles all over. I've developed a course to teach people how to do summits because I had also been looking at you know, there's uh, several teachers out there who teach people how to do summits. It's a complicated thing to do with many moving parts. And the, the again, most of them out there are, it's a very masculine, driving, rigid, structured approach. And I just, I would read through their promotional material and be like, ah, I just don't want to work in this way. And this woman literally walked in my living room and sat next to me at my dining room table sharing a Christmas Eve dinner and was that deeply feminine priestess who knew exactly how to do it. So basically, I got her course, uh, purchased some um, one-on-ones with her, and uh, was guided through the process step-by-step in order to to do it every step in the right order. And uh, yeah, and then the rest is herstory, as we say, April 2020, when everyone was locked down and uh, there was confusion and uncertainty. Return of the Priestess One came out, uh, and really, like I called it, a global feminine activation because the feedback I got, the numbers of women that came into this experience, um, the sharing, the profound uh, stories of transformation that came from it really kind of blew my mind and opened my heart. And I really saw the hand of the divine, the higher self, the divine, divine mother guiding the entire, the entire thing. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that was the first time that, that I got to knew, know you, Dawn, as well. You reached out to me to, to be one of the speakers. You, you didn't know me. <laughs> I didn't know you, but something nudged you to, to connect with me. And at that time, I was very much in the beginning of my own business and had very little exposure in terms of large scale summits or speaking engagements like that. And you really took a chance on me and, and gave me a spot on the speaker lineup. And for me, that really launched my business in so many ways as well. And I'm so grateful to you for that, Dawn. And I have to say that the, the space that was created for the summit was very, very special. It was such a blessed 
sacred space and it's very, very different from so many other summits that I've participated in, either as a speaker or as just simply a participant. So thank you, Don. Well, thank you. And I wanted to say a couple other things. You know, for me, uh, having a degree in women's studies for many years ago um, and understanding the nature of the, the um, what do I say, the inequity on, on the planet, from the get-go, and this is before all of the things came out about Black Lives Matter, any of that stuff. This is not, I'm, I'm not virtue signaling here. I'm telling the truth as it is for me. I knew I had to have priestesses from all around the world representing a diversity of lineages, a diversity of literally skin colors and literally locations on the planet, because this is the return of the priestess, which means, and I've discovered it's true, that all over the earth, women are awakening to their sacred feminine leadership role as the divine feminine ray of God awakens within them and they embody it. So I literally, and again, this year, I've got all but Antarctica represented, uh, such a diversity. And that is part of the vision uh, that when, when it came through, that was part of the vision, that that diversity of all over the world that we would come together. And I think that's what makes this significant. Now, with that, I want to say another thing while we're talking about summits, the, the, the formula, if you will, is that uh, for a summit is that you you invite X number of speakers that have a minimum list size of whatever that is, generally 5,000. And I knew that if I did that, I would have what I call humorously, but, but almost completely true, a white girl party. So I needed to have, uh, and I've gotten the language since from a priestess I interviewed this year, equity seats in this sacred gathering for sisters who are not as resourced to have been trained to spend thousands of dollars on a training to be able to build their their audience and also equity seats for the wisdom elders, for the indigenous wisdom to come in because our grandmothers and mothers and our sisters of color need who are not in countries where it's easy to build a business need to have a seat at the table to bring their wisdom for us to be sure we have all the seeds. It's like collecting seeds for the new earth. We have to have a diversity of seeds. Otherwise we, you know, we're vulnerable. So I, I see it's like a tapestry where we need many threads or, you know, I use the seed metaphor or the threads, you know, to, the, the, to weave the tapestry. So that's part of what I think really distinguishes the return of the priestess from many, many summits is that it's not about, I mean, I, I try and get people with enough lift, list size so that we have exposure, right? We want to bring people to the gathering, but there's, there's plenty of equity seats for our wisdom elder, elders, women of color, and or women who are just starting out, but who are really the real deal, like yourself, Emmy. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I had goosebumps all over me as you were speaking there, and I absolutely love this idea of the equity seats. That is so beautiful. Mm. Now, Dawn, you also mentioned, uh, as you were talking there, you mentioned the concept of the new earth. And 
Priestess, Return of the Priestess 3 is about to launch and its theme is indeed the birthing of the new earth. Would you please talk a little bit more about what was your, what guidance did you receive around the theme of Return of Priestess number three? And what, what, what is the message that you are hoping to bring through, bring through with it? Beautiful. Thank you. This is so close to my heart. Well, you know, we've all been more than two years now in two weeks to flatten the curve. And it is clear that we are in an unloving, abusive relationship with our global governments and that it is, they are taking humanity down a road of self-destruction, AI, mind control. We can go down a very dark tunnel there, but Mm. I'll just touch on those couple things. Destruction of our our mother earth, which has been going on for a long time. You know, it's got to change. Something has got to change. And I feel like one of the lessons so many of us have gotten through this or the guidance we've gotten is, No one is coming to save us. We came to transform, save, and awaken ourselves. So what I really see is that there is going to be a kind of divergence or split in the worlds. There's going to be those who go down the track of following the corrupted uh, global governance uh, for a short spell. They don't have much longer, actually. Uh, And simultaneously, there are those of us who are literally rebuilding the new earth by becoming, you could say, uh, outcasts from the mainstream. You could say um, um, uh, breakaway civilizations. Uh, You could say um, new earth builders. And we are gathering in communities online and physically in space, to, in, in physical locations on Earth, to rebuild the new Earth, to come back to the Earth, to uh, align with the divine and support Gaia's ascension journey because Gaia's frequency is increasing. We are at the end of a spiritual season here. It's kind of an, a, a spiritual graduation for souls. Most souls will have to do 3D redo. And there are those of us who know that we have something else to do. We are ready to move on. And our graduation test is to not buy into the dominant narrative, but rather come into deep communion with each other, deep forgiveness, deep clarity about our eternal divine nature and from and move from that place. So that's my foundational understanding of what is happening on the planet. And this has been, this is a knowledge that I've had for a while now and uh, like several years Uh, that this was going to come. I mean, actually, decades, I knew that something would eventually shift. So, new earth rising. Now we are at the point where it's it's almost like the... um, the transition in birthing where the mother's been in labor for a number of hours and her cervix is almost completely dilated, but that intense pain can sometimes happen for, for some women uh, where it's and the, the tr- contractions are coming back to back. And we are here to, to midwife that, that birth, those of us who are aware of what's going on by literally removing our attention from the drama, drama, drama that's going on out there in the 3D world, the mainstream media, the, the wars, the, the, the fear of a virus that's been hyped up by media, all of that stuff. 
literally withdraw our energy from it because that is food to, for that, that timeline to continue and to pivot and to begin to, well, many of us have been visioning the new earth, but actually literally building the bridge to new earth as we cross it. Because Gaia is ascending and those who stay in vibrational alignment with her and the what we would say is an organic ascension timeline, we are the founders of the new earth. We are the ones that we are waiting for. We cannot wait for or hope for any hero to rescue us. We are the ones. And so my hope is that with Return of the Priestess 3, New Earth Rising, that, and I know because of the amount of women I've already interviewed for this, that even more tools, vision, support, inspiration, practical and spiritual tools will be disseminated across this earth to sacred feminine leaders for them to bring into their lives, their families, their womb spaces, and their communities. So I think that probably says it all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. Absolutely. That is so beautiful. Uh, it's, it's just everything you're saying is, is so resonant and so powerful and so embodied in the way you say it and in the way it's, it's coming through from you. Almost like it's a, it's a transmission or a channeling that you are simply just, you know, bringing through, through your core, through your womb, through your throat. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, that's the other thing that sort of happened in the last three years is the recognition that actually I am a channeler. Uh, I've been channeling for years, um, but handwritten and I'm, and, and also speaking like this, but not really knowing it. But then I am also starting to trance channel where I literally, I dawn move completely out of the way and close my eyes and, and, uh, am a microphone, so to speak for, Divine Mother. Um, I don't do that a lot in public. You can find a few of them on my YouTube channel. Um, but these kind of things, yes, the power is just flowing through me. It's like, it's like my knowledge blends with and vocabulary uh, blends with a higher frequency. You could call it my higher self or whatever, and is able to. It's one of my gifts in this world. Is uh, in this incarnation is the gift of speaking. So I'm grateful for that. Um, it's very clear in my astrological chart too. So yeah, so it is a kind of channeling, if you will. Mm, beautiful. And, and so wonderful that you have really stepped into that role and that responsibility as well. That comes not just through the chart, but this deep knowing of what your role is and what your path is about in this lifetime. That's really beautiful. Yeah, um, astrology helped to guide me. Um, uh -huh. we're not ruled by our astrology, but it's a mirror reflection. So when we learn how to kind of, you know, to read it and really, and there's surrender and trust there because the responsibility piece, I think is really, you really, um, spoke into something that's so true. It's like when we, we, we have had leaders on this planet for so long who are so disingenuous, so ego driven, so fake and phony and, and I don't care what side of the, I'm not talking about political spectrum, almost all of them, and including spiritual gurus and stuff, many of whom, you know, fall from, take their fall from grace, that the responsibility to lead at this time is, is paramount 
that we are not in our egos. And that is a challenge. I am not saying I mastered this because I have not. That's where the daily uh, spiritual devotion comes in. That's where the surrender comes in. And that's where the willingness to continue to look at where's my ego trying to insert, drive the show, you know, whatever. Um, because it is a responsibility. And I feel this is also part of the divine feminine power leadership is the ability or the willingness to surrender the ego's drive for fame, renown, uh, being right, uh, getting it right, whatever, all of that. And mm -hmm. into the responsibility of really nurturing what needs to come forward. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Beautiful. Now, Dawn, when, when does Return of the Priestess 3 start and how can women join that? Yes. So uh, Return of the Priestess 3 begins with an opening, live opening ceremony on April 1st. And it runs through April 17th with a live closing ceremony. And there will be three day, a three-day replay as well uh, before the 17th. So like the 16th, 15th, 14th are replays. Um, and we have 32 speakers this year, uh, two special events, and then 30, regu 30 regular, 30 extraordinary speakers. Um, and the way that they can register is to go to returnofthepriestess.com forward slash Emmy, E-M-M-I. Hmm. Beautiful. Fantastic. And once again, thank you for inviting me to this amazing lineup as well. It, it really is an absolute honor to be back on the return of the priestess and to be sharing my gifts and what I have learned on through very many initiations as well on my path. So really, really appreciate that as well. Oh, it's an honor really to have you. You're, what you bring is so blessed and so deeply feminine i i uh mm, i just it's yummy to 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 be able to speak with you and share this with a much wider audience mm, thank you so much i appreciate that now don't before we wrap up is there anything else that's arising for you in this moment that you feel you would like to still share <sighs> thank you for that opening Yes. Um, uh, as I said, we are in the, the intense phase of this planetary awakening and transformation. And I feel it is very, very important that despite the seeming contradiction, that the going inward into discerning what is our truth and following that deeply is very important. Now, we are divine eternal beings. Whatever happens to us here and when we quote-unquote die, we don't die at all. We walk through a gateway into our more, uh, more known self. However, we are embodied here in form and we came here for a reason. So this is the time for us to deeply root and connect and put our bellies on Mother Earth because she will guide us to be where we need to be when we need to be there and to deeply root into the eternal, the cosmic womb, if you will, in order to really be in the remembrance of our eternity so that we are not rocked by fear uh, or making short-term unresourceful decisions based in egoic fear because the ego's job is to protect the body and if we do not have our our if we're not 
tuned into our higher guidance, we're going to end up letting the ego run the show. And that's what we see happening on the planet with so many people making rash short-term decisions that may severely compromise their well-being in the years to come. So root down so that you can rise up and really connect in with Divine Mother, Divine Guidance, and also Mother Gaia so that we can be the midwives of these times in, in whatever way our unique skills, abilities, soul signature uh, brought us here to be and to do. Mm. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you for that, Dawn. I could listen to you for hours. <laughs> well, really appreciate you coming back onto the podcast. And uh, as always, just love talking to you, love chatting with you. And thank you for sharing all of your wisdom with us. Thank you. Blessed be. Thank you. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this beautiful, powerful energy that's being activated. And imagine sending this energy to everyone, everything on our planet, to remember that we are all one, and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also ascend and heal. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here.